Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Crowning Moment. My name is Casey Gibson, and today we have another special guest, and she is going to introduce herself. Hi, Casey. Thank you for having me. My name is Angelique Barnum, and I am the founder of The Sash Company. The Sash Company has been around. This is our 20th year in business. We're uh, really excited to survived COVID in 20 years. We are considered the best in the industry by our industry. And um, it's just exciting to be here with you today. So thank you for having me. What was the main reason that you made the Sash Company? So 20 years ago, um, my husband came to me and said, honey, I need a graduation stall. And he was the head of a campus club in college. He was the president. And he needed stoles for his members to walk in graduation. And it was about 10 days before graduation and he was kind of stuck. And I've been sewing since I was a little girl. My grandmother sewed, my mom sewed, um, everyone sewed. And they all taught me to sew at an early age. Um, and so I said, okay, let me take this on. What the heck is a graduation stool? I had no idea. And um, so I made them and I realized that there wasn't a single other company on the entire internet that did graduation stools. And um, I remember going to dinner that night. We have two little girls at the time. Our son hadn't been born yet. And I said, you know what? I can do this from my kitchen table while our little girls are around. I mean, I can stay at home and run and build this company. And then I remember thinking, oh my goodness, someday I want to do the sashes for Miss America. But I didn't know that Miss America hadn't done sashes since 1972. And, um, so I started the company and we, I built a website and got my patterns and fabric. Um, there wasn't a single other company on all of the internet that did graduation stoles at all. And, um, so I found a niche market and, um, about two and a half years later, I got a phone call from a producer in Hollywood and the producer was asking for samples from every sash company in the nation. And I was really busy. Phones were ringing. UCLA was calling me. USC, it was just incredible. Our reputation was getting out there and that our quality was fantastic. And so I like, okay, you need a sample? No problem. And I sent it. And they had received samples from everyone, all these sash companies across the country. And lo and behold, they chose us. I ended up meeting them at the Queen Mary where they were doing a reality series. Miss America was going through a, a major revamp. They were um, rebranding themselves and they were kind of launching this with a reality series. If you remember back in those days, they did like funny relay races and all kinds of stuff. And the producers are like, how are our viewers going to know who's Miss Connecticut and who's Miss California? And what better way than with a sash? Um, T-shirts didn't make sense for a pageant girls, so it made sense. And so I ended up going out and meeting with the heads of Miss America and the producers, the directors out of the Queen Mary. And I asked the question, sometimes in business, you have to get brave. And I was little, it was a little tiny company at the time, but I saw what pageant sashes could do for an organization. They brand them. And when they're done well, they brand them in such a beautiful way. And so I looked at him and I said, Mike, I go, don't you think it's time to go back to sashes? You haven't done sashes since 1972. And he looks at me and he goes, you know what, Angelique, you're absolutely right. So I designed a deck of, of Miss America sashes for him to choose from and their team to choose from. 
and um, they did. And we've been the longest running sponsor of Miss America ever since. That is such an amazing story to the start of this company that started from your kitchen table. What in the beginning made you continue to go on with the company, even though you didn't know that it was going to be as big as it was? Like, what was your motivation to keep going? You know, some some people go to a job and some people, you know, I, I think that those of us who are lucky go to go to a job that they love. I take such pride in what we do. And you think about it, there's not another product in the world. And I dare anybody to challenge me. There's not another product in the world that's photographed more than ours. Every graduation, every crowning moment, every time someone puts a sash on, they're photographed. And you know what the really great thing about all of that is, is that they're cherished and they're treasured. Um, It's a great responsibility. And the same fabric that we use for Miss America is the same fabric that like little miss small town County fair is going to get on her sash. We are, we are standard for fabric and materials is through the roof. We import everything. Um, and we import it responsibly. Um, our fabric is about three and a half or four times more expensive than what other companies are using. Um, it's, for the most part, pretty stain resistant. It's washable. It doesn't fade or turn color. So what all that means is that these can be cherished and not just by one generation, but by multiple. And I have this vision in my head that someday the great, great granddaughter of Miss America that we made a sash for is going to pull this out of a trunk and put it on and go, oh my goodness, look at this. Great, great grandma was Miss America, you know, 2021. And look at, I'm wearing her sash because it's still beautiful and in great and in great um, shape. Um, you know, and there is like, besides the great moments, there are a few that are, that are serious and solemn. We, we had a little girl one time who had, who had um, competed and, and had had cancer and she um, had to pull out of the competition and she went through treatment and she was cancer free and she went on to win a title. And then in the middle of her year, she got cancer again, came back and she passed away and her parents buried her in her sash. That is what an honor and what a responsibility. And that's how serious I take it. So for, you know, the glorious moments and even the most solemn, we are, we are cherished by the title holders, by the parents, by the children it's, you know, it, it is an amazing product to make, and I am so proud of it. I definitely can attest to the sashes that you've already made. I have two local titles from back when I was competing in the America system, and I can tell you they were covered in spray tan and makeup. They were the easiest to clean. That was the biggest fear was, Mom, how do I keep this sash bright white? And I I can look at it on, I have like a whole corner in my bedroom of just my sashes and it's still white. And I've had that same sash since 2016. I mean, the neck part right here still has a little bit of spray tan. That's the one part that I just left it alone because I couldn't, you know, being on your shoulder, it's going to rub as much as it, as it does. Cause you're always kind of tagging it back. But, um, that's another thing I know, uh, recently this new thing is these Queens magnets and having the magnets that hold your sash on and so I wish back then I wasn't poking through that sash with like the 
like the pins that they would give us. And now I'm just grateful to have those magnets so I can keep these sashes in such pristine condition. And that was my uh, my Miss year. I was Miss Kershaw for the Miss South Carolina America system. And that sash is still bright white. And that one was 2017. And so I can definitely attest to your material does keep up. And I cannot wait to look at them in 20 years and see that they're still going to be bright white because since I've had the ones from 2016, they haven't changed. And it's so nice that I can keep those because they're such like sentimental value. Like that is something I never want to lose. I have all of my sashes from every patch I've competed in from even if it's the ribbon sashes that are totally painted on that the, it was a small festival in the middle of nowhere, South Carolina, like those are things that I want my kids to keep. And I think with your product, you're creating something that will last forever. And that is amazing. And that is something that these patent systems really need to take into account. Do they want this to be a short time moment for their, for their queens or do they want this to last a lifetime? And that's something that they really need to take from the crown to the sash to their photos that they take in the thing because it's going to matter in the long run. And that's something that your company has definitely hit on that is so amazing. I'm glad that I can... I can attest that firsthand that I still have those sashes that are bright white. That's just so amazing. Yeah. You know, there's a little secret out there that our sashes, um, we always tell our girls and guys tuck a baby wipe into a tiny little, you know, like the little buttons that you get on a jacket and they have that little tiny Ziploc bag. If you just tuck a little baby wipe in there and you stick it in your purse or whatever, um, baby wipes take out 99% of all of our, all stains other than nail polish I mean, I can tell you, it takes out almost anything and, and because our fabric is so easy to wash. And and so that's a little secret for anyone who hadn't noticed and known that. And the other thing is, too, is that when we have a new pageant system come to us, they come to us because there's frustrations with turnaround time or or consistency. We're really, we really, really, really do work really hard to make sure that each and every one of our pageant partners are completely branded uniquely. Their, their sashes are representing them. They're not only just their colors, but their font, their look, their feel, um, you know, whether it's contemporary or traditional, whatever it is. And so, and you know, including budget or glam, whatever it is that is part of them. And, and then we create um, a style guide and, we follow those and it's consistent so that when the girls do get together for states or they do get together for nationals or internationals, that they look like a team because that is important. And, you know, when we first came on with Miss America, we had directors who hadn't been sashes since 1972. And I heard a lot of whispering in the audience, like, is this kind of stick? Is Miss America really going to do sashes? I mean, is this just another change? It's going to go away. And, you know, and it took a bit. I thought, wow, how am I going to get these guys to love me? And um, because there were, this is a big change for the American system. And, um, and but what they realized is that when you, when their girls were wearing sashes, now everybody knew who they were when they're standing in the room. Oh my goodness, you're part of Miss America. Oh, tell me more about it. Tell me more about it. And when you can make your girls when you're a state, national, or international director, look that fantastic, polished and beautiful in her sash. Um, it, it spreads their reputation. It, I make them look good. They make us look good. And it's just, it's just a centrifugal. 
um, beautiful relationship. So, um, yeah, quality is huge for us and making sure that we found a fabric that was easy to clean because we get it. Things happen. I remember this was like, I don't know, 18, 19 years ago. We had a mama call us and she said, how do you get ice cream out of a sash? She goes, I don't know if we want to get this ice cream out of a sash because it was Garth Brooks who put it there. He hugged my daughter and she had ice cream and we kind of want to keep it, but we kind of need to get it off the sash. And she had the cutest Southern draw in the entire universe. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to hold on to that story forever. So I said, just a baby wipe, honey, just a baby wipe. It'll come right off. And she goes, well, we're going to keep it for a few more days, but yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. We was, was at a county fair or something, and maybe she did the national anthem for him or whatever. But yeah, it was really sweet. That is so funny. Oh, my goodness. I, I didn't know that a baby wipe. That is perfect. I probably should have looked on like my care trips, but... The one thing um, our director for my local title had us always keep it in a Ziploc. They're like, you keep your sash in a Ziploc because they wanted it to look just as perfect as it was the day we were crowned as the day we give it up. And so that was just like something that my director was so particular on. And so that was something that I remember now. It's funny. We had gotten with another pageant we had done. It was the sash had rhinestones on it and it kept pulling everything that my clothes and everything. And finally we had gotten a velvet bag for it. And I was like, wow, mom, we've leveled up from the, from the plastic bag to the velvet bag of keeping my sash safe. So that was something that I was like, wow, okay. So now I'm like, okay, I got to take a little bit more care of just a, than just the plastic bag. And so that was a, a little funny thing that my mom and I get to laugh about now is because we're like, we've been through the trenches. We ha- used to have this in a plastic bag and now it's in the velvet bag. You guys are so busy. You know, when you're, when you're in children's hospitals and your Arbor Day events and, you know, grand openings and all of the volunteer work that you do, things are going to happen. So, you know, and, and you are one of the most, more responsible ones, because I know a lot of girls are just chucking the back seat and it still looks great. They're just chucking it in the back seat. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> but our, our sashes are made like last for a lifetime. So yeah, but thanks for taking care of it. It means a lot. Yeah. I, that's the one thing I was always scared just because my first director was, like she said, keep it as clean as you had it the day you got it. And I was always so scared to just mess up my sashes. So after that, we were always so careful. We only put it on when we got to the event, took it off as soon as we were done. It's just one of those things I'm like, I don't want to ruin it because I want to keep it forever. Because like I said, it's one of those sentimental value things. But I know I have a lot of directors in different patent systems that listen in to this podcast. What is a way that they can get in touch with you guys to make their new go-to custom sash for their organization? When I first take on um, a new pageant, um, and there are there is criteria. You have you can't be brand spanking new and become a pageant partner. You have to have a certain amount of states that you are represented in. Um, you know, and so you have to be a little established. And, um, so what I do is we schedule a call, the director calls in, um, they can call our number here at the office. It's one eight seven seven four four three sash or 909-982-7222. They can also email me at Angelique, A-N-G-E-L-I-Q-E at the sashco.com. And, um, we schedule a call and then I talk to him and say, what are your dreams? 
what are your aspirations? Tell me about who you are. Tell me about the colors that speak to you. Let me look at your website. Let me look at the consistency of your fonts. What one really um, brands you? And then I take all these notes and I come back and I sometimes if they're if they haven't had a really established look, I'll create two or three looks for them. Um, and, and sometimes different color arrangements, depending on where they're at. Some I've had clients who have come to us where they're in an inaugural year. Like, okay, it's, we're, you know, we, we've done, done a baby pink or, you know, fuchsia for years and years and years. We want to pivot to another color and say, okay, let's, let's try these out. Um, I think the tradition is really important. So if they have something that's branded and is and has taken them a long way, I um, I suggest them not to change it completely. Change a few elements on it, but don't change the entire thing. I've learned a lot in branding. I've watched companies make some big mistakes. Really large companies who have, you know, changed their entire look. Tropicana did that, and. No one could find the Tropicana orange juice for months and their sales went down. I've watched companies do some major mistakes. And so I try to get them to not make those same mistakes. Um, So I create a style guide for them and then it goes up on our site. And then all of the parameters for everything they're going to order are right there. And it's a really easy click. The difference between us and some of the other companies in the country and some of them, there's there's a couple of them I have really high regards for. Christine Warren does beautiful work, um, but we have a we have an entire team. Um, we have multiple people in our offices for customer service. We have an entire team of seamstresses who have been with us for years and years and years. We have an entire embroidery department. So it's you know our turnaround time is consistent. Um, the thing that we're really really proud of is that we ship on time all the time, and um, you know and we don't miss events. To us, getting a sash to someone late is like it's like getting a heart to a patient after he's gone or she's gone. Then you know that moment's over. And and if um if the sash doesn't arrive at that crowning moment when she does finally get it, it's kind of like oh I missed it. Oh it missed it. Now don't get me wrong, there have been things like weather, tornadoes, hurricanes, where you know sashes have gotten stuck at. at warehouse hub for FedEx or UPS, you know, sometimes things happen in shipping that are just God created. Um, but it's very rare when that, those things happen. So I love that we're dependable and reliable. And that is such a huge deal to directors because there's so many different components that they have to worry about, you know, stage and lighting and security and, dresses and opening number and choreography and shoes and there's so much to have to worry about your sash getting on getting there on time by an unreliable company is not something that someone that they need to worry about so I take that pain point off of their shoulders it is a heartbreak you're like I wanted them to have that happy moment in their life that they may have not gotten with if that sash did not get there so I totally understand that it is such a I've never thought about it on the backside of you guys like sending it I've never thought about what the company feels like and that's so amazing to hear that you as a company caring about your sashes getting to where they need to be on time and especially just having that sense of like 
you don't want someone to miss it just shows a lot about what your company is about. It's really amazing that you truly do care about each individual person that receives your sashes. And that's so awesome. We did have one time we had a national pageant and the director had gotten just inundated with things to do and ordered her sashes very, very, very last minute. And um, my family was on a vacation in Hawaii. My team is still here working. And um, I get this phone call from the national director, Angelique, one of the sashes is missing. I'm like, no way. She's like, yeah, one of the sashes is missing. I'm like, oh my goodness. So I called my office and she had forgotten to order a certain specific sash for, for this division. Now you have to understand that little girls and their families and their grandmas and whoever else is in their family, the brothers and sisters are all going to Florida in the summertime, so this little girl can compete. And, you know, they're going to go to Disney World, or they're going to go to these things, but it's a big deal. And they're coming from all over the country, and you're going to have one of them that doesn't get a sash? There's no way. So I called my office, and we're, they're in, Cal- you know, I'm in California. And they say, Angelique, we can't, you know, it's past the shipping time. There's nothing we can do. I'm like, no way. They don't take now. I called our FedEx person. I said, look, this is what, this is the situation. What can we do? And my team came in at four in the morning. They finished that sash. We had a courier here from FedEx who picked that sash up by hand, got in an airplane and flew it to Florida from California. It cost our company $400, but that national sash made it there on time. Yep. Because I get it. It's super important. And especially when it's a national sash for a national event and, you know, a mistake was made. Someone didn't remember to order that specific one. And sometimes, you know, those things do happen. Like as far as there, we do have pageants where like, you know, we didn't have enough contestants in this, you know, for this portion of the pageant, we're not going to award that title this year. And so we understand that, you know, sometimes things will shift. So when this, the, this order was placed last minute, just no one questioned it. And um, yeah, but that is the length that we will go to if something is awry, especially for a national pageant. I'm not going to get disappointed on that. That is, that is amazing. And the fact that you guys were willing to do whatever you had to do to get that staff there. As that as that director, I would have been on my hands and knees like, thank you so much. You have saved my life. Like that that is so amazing. When you when you have that sort of dedication, you do have clients for life. And that is one thing I'm super proud of. And I'm proud of a couple of things. One is that my employees say say nice things behind my back. And that's that's nice. The other thing is that out of all the pageant partners that we've ever had, we've never lost one. Every single one of them renews year after year after year because we're reliable and we make them look beautiful. So, yeah. What has been your favorite sash to design so far? I have the sentimental ones and I have the business side. So my daughter is pregnant and um, it's my first grandson, my first grandbaby. I'm super excited. He's due on Mother's Day this year. And so I got to make her and um, her husband um, mommy-to-be. So we had this kind of um, 
oh my goodness, what you call it, kind of like a lumberjack theme baby shower because it's a boy and and it's all like a buffalo plaid and little brown bears. And so her sash said mama bear and his sash said papa bear. And that was really sweet. Um, I've also designed um, sashes that went across the funeral flowers from my dad when he passed away. And that was very special. But as far as the business, it was, it had to be the Miss America 100th anniversary sash. You know, to see that organization through to 100 years. Um, and I know that there are, sat, there are companies and pageants out there that, you know, maybe higher or lower than Miss America. But Miss America sets a standard that is just, I'm in a really unique position because I'm kind of the middle of a wheel. I know the inner workings of, of so many different pageant systems and um, Miss America. And I understand that, you know, they've been through a lot, lots of changes, but the core of who Miss America is and the core of the amount of dedication they have to making a difference in young women's lives has never left. And I am proud to be part of it. And, and to see that hundredth year sash, I mean, that, that was a crowning moment for me. I know that you've done some other work outside of the pageant world of making sashes. What has been your favorite sash you've made for television or movies? You know, (laughs) I could say Kristen Bell, you know, in her, uh, you know, I'm best person sash. It's a meme. It's super cute. But honestly, it's Adam Sandler and Hoobie Halloween. We make sashes all the time. We do a lot of work for Hollywood. We're super close. We have PAs, that's production assistants, who will, you know, call us. Oh my goodness, we did a sash and we need it for tomorrow afternoon because we're shooting blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, whatever. And so they'll rush out and they sometimes they've they've stood in our lobby waiting for it. And then they rush back to production. Um, You know, we've made sashes for Oprah. We've made sashes for a lot of amazing people. They've been on the Ellen show. Um, Oh, deal or no deal with Howie Whit Mandel. Buckingham Palace has approved our sashes for the Queen's Diamond Jubilee. So, but I was sitting there watching this Halloween special um, with Adam Sandler, Hoobie Halloween. And I'm watching it and it's just an adorable movie. And then all of a sudden he's wearing our sash. And in, in this movie, it, the sash becomes the major award. It's like he's arrived and he doesn't have, he kind of had this kind of funny, like makeshift, like handmade sash. It was kind of junky in the beginning of the movie. And then he proved himself to the community and he got this special sash and he wears it proudly as he's biking all over his little town. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is the epitome of what a sash is all about because it, it's it's for him it was a major accomplishment and it, he was so proud to wear it and the entire town was cheering him on as he got to you know adorn this beautiful sash and it was just I loved it and um, how funny of all the sashes that we've done for all of the outside the realm of pageant and graduation I loved it and I, and I loved watching Adam Sandler wear it it's hilarious so yeah. <laughs> That's a 
That's a really good one. I know when I was, you know, doing, I like to do my research before I talk to any of my, you know, awesome people that joined the podcast. And that was, I was just scrolling through and I had seen, I think it was a Lindsay Lohan movie. Maybe it was Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. You had done a stash for that. And I was like, and I have, like, I used to have that, like, like the CD of it. I was like, oh my goodness. I have had your sashes on picture in my house for years before I even started doing pageants. And that was the, like, it was like the, oh my goodness. I remember calling my mom and I was like, you will not believe who I have talked in to being on the podcast. And when I explained it, she was like, how did you do this? And I'm like, she said, yes, I don't know. She said, yes, I was over the moon and just so, just so grateful for this opportunity because this really, when you think about pageants, you think about what title the person's holding or what sash they have, or that's literally how we, we say, oh, she has this sash. She has the purple sash or the green and the green and gold sash for us international, all the different sashes. That's how we describe people. And I thought who better to talk about sashes than you. And so that's when I finally reached out to you was like, I want to get this done. I remember I messaged the Instagram. I found you on LinkedIn. I was like, I want to make sure that we get Angelique on here to talk about sashes. Like you are, you are, if you think about it, you are the center of the pageant world. You lay your name, your company across someone's chest that helps brand another organization. That is amazing. And not many people out there can say that they have done that. And I mean, there are other competitors that want to be like the Sash Company, but there's a real big difference between the amazing quality and things, the dedication that you put in behind and the time that you put into your company above everyone else. And I think that's the amazing part that you've definitely hit on throughout this podcast episode. It's just, it's very unique in such a great way that I know me as having your pageant sashes, like I can test firsthand, like I said, it is great quality. It's the best quality sash I've had. And I've had many of sashes in my entire life from national pageants to international pageants to just local prelims for different organizations. Like it truly is such a great sash. And so I just want to say thank you. And I know all the girls in the pageant world that are out there. I have a lot of Miss America friends. I've had Sydney Park, Miss New York on the podcast earlier this year and Callie Farrell, who was Miss Gamecock for the University of South Carolina. That was a top 10 at Miss South Carolina. I've had plenty of people that do the MAO system that they hold on to these sashes forever. And I know that was one of the biggest things that I loved seeing especially for the Miss America organization, is all the different color sashes that they get. They have the black one for competition, then they have their white state sash, and then they have, you know, if you win, you have the Miss America sash. So it's so nice to see such different sashes under the same organization, but they're all amazing, amazingly done, perfect design for the organization. The branding is there. The quality is there. So that is just something I think is very, very interesting and unique that not many other people can say that they do. It's quite a responsibility, but it's one that I absolutely love. Yep. I love my company. (laughs) I love that. And I wanted to ask, just as a personal thing, what is one way that I could possibly get a sash that has my crowning moment on that? How could, is there like a way to do a, cr- a custom sash by chance or? Yeah. So um, 
we've spent a lot of time developing and um, designing our website. And it's right now it's kind of going through a, a gut rehaul. Our, our site is pretty complicated, but it is, it's great because you can actually go into the sash designer and you can design your own sash. You can turn it pink, you can turn it blue, you can make, you can put rhinestones on it. You can, there's different fonts you can use. You can type whatever you'd like on it. So you can go in and you can design your own sash. We're very, we're very um, protective of our pageant partners. So, you know, we, we had, um, because we have an open website, we've had people kind of come up with fudgy names and, you know, and we won't let something get through that's not legitimate. And, um, and we're, we kind of police that. So, and we're, we're very protective of our, of our pageant partners and their brand. So, um, you know, we won't let something get out. That's not a legitimate title to a legitimate person. Um, but you know, if you're doing something like, you know, um, this time of year, we do a lot of teacher of the year awards. We do, um, we did a lot of first responder, um, hero sashes during, you know, the height of the, of the pandemic, um, you know, in different ways to say, you know, thank you. Or we also, we've launched a new product line, which is our bride to be sashes. I am so sick and tired of seeing those ucky, ugly ribbon sashes. Oh dear goodness, please don't. And so our bridal line is in the same same quality, same amazing rhinestones as the Miss America sash. And, um, you know, and they are, you know, they're not cheap. They're not, you know, the $5.99 Party City stuff. But um, they're going to last again a lifetime. And one of the ways that some of the girls are using them is they'll get it. And you've all seen, I think everyone's seen the, the movie, the, the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Remember that movie where there was like a group of girls and they had this favorite pair of jeans. And then, you know, one takes them on a trip and one finds her boyfriend. Then, them, you know, I mean, like this pants have this, this pair of jeans has a story and they're passed around this group of friends. It's the same concept that some um, of our girls are using with these bridal sashes. One will purchase it and then she'll gift it to her sister who's getting married. Who will gift it to her best friend and getting married. And then in the inside, lightly in Sharpie, they inscribe it. They say, you know, Susanna, Adela, um, married, blah, 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 gifting to my sister, wishing you love and luck in life. And then the sister, the sister will wear it. And then the sister passes it down. And so it becomes this beautiful, um, passed down treasure between groups of friends. And, And again, because our quality is so amazing, it'll last a lifetime. So, you know, at some point they can pass it down to their daughters and their nieces and so on and so forth. So, yeah, that's um, and that's a beautiful new addition to our company is the bridal sash. I like that a lot because I know when when I get married, it'll be a few many years from now. But when I get married, I definitely want a I want the custom bride to be sash. I'm going to be extra. I absolutely want it. I will not settle for the Amazon the, no, I will not settle for that. I will have the bride to be sash. So my best friend is listening to this podcast when it releases, so she will know that she needs to go to the sash co and get me the bride to be sash. She knows. She will know. <laughs> but we perfect, perfect. We have come to that point in the podcast where I like to ask everyone the same final question. Are you ready? Perfect. 
In what way has pageants positively impacted you? I would say that what I get out of pageants is watching women blossom. Um, many years ago, Miss America had a trade show. And because we're their official sash company, we would be invited to be part of the Miss America trade show in the Miss America section. And I'd see these little girls, um, especially the teens, and they come in and they're, you know, it was like their first experience at Miss America and their eyes are just wide and they're just a little overwhelmed and looking around and like, oh my goodness, not really understanding what they were walking into. And then I'd watch them come back the next year and I'd see the growth and I'd see the elegance and I'd see the grace and I'd see the heart. The heart was always there, but it just blossomed. And that's what I see with women and men who participate in pageants, especially when they have a volunteer heart is how they grow as, as, as human beings, um, mindfully and spiritually, their heart, their giving spirit. Um, and I've, I've watched it year after year after year. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing to be part of is, is all of that. And I would just encourage the girls who, who step on stage and don't get that title to not stop believing in who they are. You had the guts to compete, which means that you're farther than you were before. And that and no matter what happened, as far as the outcome was, is concerned, you grew in that moment. And to take that and, and tuck it in your pocket and never believe for a second that you're not a winner because just stepping on that stage and taking that chance makes you a winner and to not let go of that. So, yeah, I love it. I love it. That was awesome. I really appreciate you taking time to be on the podcast today. It really does mean a lot to me. I know it was a little bit of a hassle to get our schedules aligned. I know you are a very, very busy woman, and I'm so glad that you could sit down and talk to me today about your company, The Sash Company. So if anyone out there is listening and you would like to get in touch with Angelique, definitely find them on Instagram or possibly on LinkedIn. And you know what, guys? You never know what happens in the future, so I guess you'll have to check out next week on another episode of The Crowning Moment. Bye, guys! (laughs) 